The following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. Do you have a desire to be famous? Do you want hordes of people screaming your name? Then ask your therapist if Hollywood is right for you. Hollywood, where you can work your entire first year as an unpaid intern, followed by a mandatory minimum 18-hour workday with guaranteed unpaid overtime. Where sexual assault is so commonplace that you get to sign a waiver promising not to sue even before you start your new job. Warning, side effects may include... Insomnia, heavy drug use, thousands of dollars in therapy, alcoholism, anorexia nervosa, bulimia and or obesity, dependent upon your job and or role, hallucinations, loss of integrity, complete loss of moral compass, bleeding from fingernails after trying to claw your way to the top, as well as excessive chapping of lips for after kissing everyone's ass. If you have these side effects or any others, or begin to question your life choices, please contact your therapist because nobody in Hollywood gives a damn. Hollywood, shut up and take it. G'day, guys. Welcome to Behind the Scenes. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with my co-host, host of The Militant Moderate, Paul Michael Bolin. G'day, hello, Paul. Hello, hello, hello. And uh, what are we talking about today? Ah, we've got a whole bunch of horrible things to talk about today. We're going to be talking about sexual assault in Hollywood. We are going to be talking about... Um, uh, how, you know, B, C, and D list actors are consistently getting attacked. We're going to be talking about sexual assault, drugging. But I want to start with Aretha Franklin because we just mm-hmm. lost an icon. Yes, yes, we did. Uh, I've been a fan of her stuff for a long time. But, oh, yeah, as you said, uh, yeah, one of my most uh, uh, prized possessions is uh, $5 of uh, Miss Franklin's, uh, uh, for lack of a better phrase, titty money. <laughs> okay, you got to explain this to me. Right. So, she had a policy before she did a show to be paid in cash up front. Okay. So, I, I happen to know somebody who's involved in the processing of the money afterwards. So, she would take that wad of cash and would put it right between, say, uh, for lack of a better phrase, respect and think. And yep. it would stay there while she did her entire show. So uh, the person who was telling me about what his other significant other is dealing with is basically like sweaty money from that area. Because that, you, know, uh, you know what? That has got to be worth a hell of a lot more than $5. I paid, I just, I asked for, hey, I'll give you 10 bucks for $5 worth of it. Like, I don't have, like, a certificate of authenticity or anything like that, nor do I even talk to the guy who uh, gave it to me. But I said, look, I'll give you $10 for $5 of that money. So I think that's more fantastic. More of something, of something that, like, I just had. 
So, yeah. That is really, but she's, she is an icon. She's a piece of history. Her father was involved in the civil rights movement. She was involved with the Dr. King. Mm-hmm. She, you know, she was the first African-American person on the cover of Time magazine. And there was a huge gap before anyone else got there. I mean, she did a whole lot during a, a time there was a lot of strife. And she was seven very important. And I think, what, a seven-octave voice? Mm-hmm. She yeah. was supposed to have the largest octave range of any of the singers. Now, unfortunately, that title goes to Mariah Carey. So, And boom. there'll be a, oh, just to, uh, to fellow Lions fans out there, there was a particular game between the uh, Detroit Lions and the Minnesota Vikings, where Aretha Franklin gave both teams a run for their money in the competition for time of possession. Uh, she, sang, <laughs> she sang the anthem, and I think they had her clocked in about four minutes, 25 seconds or something like that. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Love the woman. Uh, the queen is dead. Long live the queen. She, she is amazing. But, yeah, the, the range is just incredible, to have that kind of range. Amazing. Um, now, we're going to go into some really, really shitty stuff again. Is everyone excited? Yay! I know Yay. I am. Let's talk about sexual assault in Hollywood and why the men that got accused, like Casey Affleck and a bunch of the others, are getting hired and why the girls that accuse them don't get to work anymore. But first, um, before we get into this horrible stuff, I want to give a shout-out to some product partners and you know I, I could look like a NASCAR <laughs> with some logos on my forehead um, but I want to give a shout out to Adrian Alcantar Hair Studios thank you for always making me red carpet ready Aspen Mills Bread Company that was me choking Scott Haskin if you guys love our intro music because I do it always sounds epic he wrote that he's fantastic um, Flat Black Art Supplies the paint and the artists they supplied it to one of the charities we support, which is Free MMA, the guys came into the place and did a whole bunch of like graffiti art on the walls. It's really incredible. Um, Aloft Seattle SeaTac Airport Hotel, Aloft Phoenix Hotel, Airport Hotel, Queen Capulani. Capulani. I swear I'm going to get it right. It's one of the prettiest hotels in the world. Queen Capulani Hotel. Off-road rentals and, 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 Alexis. and nobody and nobody heard Alexis correct you before you said yeah, that. Yeah, right. And then um, beneath the street underground tours in Seattle, and Alexis's grandfather's vacuum company, Griggs Vacuums, because he's put on the list every week. And their vacuums suck. And their and and their vacuums suck, but in a good way. <laughs> That's Alexis in the background, like prompting me for that. Really? Um, we have yeah. giveaways this week from off-road rentals. If you guys want an ATV ride. From Float, uh, True Rest, Sedona, or Las Vegas. So if you're in Las Vegas, if you're in, uh, you know, LA, if you're in Nevada, if you're in Arizona, we have some giveaways for you. And if you're somewhere else, we always have a bunch of cool shit. So you can write on in. So that I, I wanted to get through that. I, I really had to before we get into some of these things. Um, we've got an amazing guest today. Uh, we're going to get it with Arma. She's an incredible woman. She's worked with Virgin UK. She's just really an incredible woman. But even in her job, she's worked with P, uh, uh, in PR. She's been a consultant. She's worked with music. She's worked for Aftermath. I mean, really, 
I'm looking at this resume in front of me. I'm like, holy shit, this is ridiculous. Um, and even she's been through this. So one of the things we're going to have to talk about today is why this is hurting the women and not the men, which I think is a well, duh, but apparently it's not a well, duh. Um, and point out how not to get drugged. Yeah. I hear you. Hey, Alexis, how you doing? Yeah, yeah he's pulsing. Hey, Alexis, in the background. Hi. <laughs> so a bunch of the guys that got uh, busted in the Me Too movement are going back to work. They're going on as producers. They're going on as directors. They're still getting roles. Guess who's not? Okay, who is not? The girls that they touched. Uh, oh god i'm gonna sound like a schmuck i'm gonna sound like the bad person again what is their like how big stars are these compared to the guys who got accused well we're talking about casey affleck uh kevin right. spacey just picked up new work uh, Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Kevin, kevin spacey Sp- kevin spacey yep he's got new work louis ck has got new work um what, is and he voicing a cat again? I, I don't know. Okay. I just don't know. The reality is, though, these guys are going back to work. And they're going back to work behind the scenes, but they're going back to work. And I don't know why anyone's surprised. I, I hate to say, what did you guys think was going to happen? Well, this, but, is a, this is a town. You can make money off of Kevin Spacey these days. So, yeah, they're probably going to throw him back to work. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, but the bad ones, the ones, there is a reason you haven't seen any major A-listers on that list, because mm-hmm. Hollywood will throw everyone else under the bus, but they're not going to throw up their money makers. They're still going to try and make money off these guys, but you're not going to hear, and when again, I'm going to use this example, so I need everyone to understand, mm. Brad Pitt is not a rapist, to my knowledge, right. but there is a reason you do not hear about Brad Pitt on these lists. Although I went down the weirdest freaking rabbit hole over the last two weeks about the whole uh, human trafficking, Tom Hanks, Steven Spielberg thing. There's some, uh, there might be some really, really weird stuff coming out in the next few weeks. Yeah, that has, a lot of that is being put out by a group calling themselves Q. QAnon? Um, yeah, QAnon? Yeah. That was, that was uh, started by QAnon. Um uh, so that there's there's not really much validity to that. Um, God, I hope so. <laughs> there's no. Assume if it's coming from QAnon, it's not a valid source. QAnon's putting a lot of things out there, um, but QAnon, if you do have any reach, you know, maybe try exposing the people that are actually doing some stuff in Hollywood. I could yeah. I could give you a list. They both um, center. I both. Where I centered on was I stayed away from the QAnon stuff, and I centered on in two uh, basically victims, one of which was uh, interviewed on this uh, YouTube channel called Lift the Veil. Uh, and then I saw the wildest documentary that I wanted to talk to you about called, I think it's called Candy Girl. Uh, it was about a woman who, uh, as a child, was abused in Australia. And no had surprise. To- and it had to do with Nicole Kidman's father? No way. So yeah. then we did have a big thing with the uh, Hey Dad star who assaulted a girl. But a lot of this a lot of this is coming. So the origin of a lot of these stories 
started with QAnon, with this right. group Q. And it started with a story about uh, Hillary Clinton running a pedophile ring out of a pizza parlor. Oh, yeah, the Pizzagate and, thing is just yeah, silly. I, well, right? it, it, yeah. this all spawned from that. So mm-hmm. I can send you, I can send you, but this is, this all started from that same time period because they yeah. said she was working with Steven Spielberg on it and it was, right. it was a whole thing. I, I got, I, I, I snipped out QAnon pretty quickly and then I found the, uh, the Lift of Veil, which actually had a interview with the actor who is accusing, uh, uh, Spielberg and, and I think like a few other people. Like Seth Green, if he's well, I've worked with Seth Green, and he's a great guy. I do have to say that. Right, and again, again, all of these are accusations. Is this one person coming up with multiple accusations? Yeah, and yeah. This whole seems that. to be semi. He he looks, you know, he's got pictures of him and being in that lifestyle. So that's. Uh, that's- well. Not a, you know, I have pictures no, of no, all no. those it's, guys. Yeah, it's still, it's still not thing, but they're they're saying that there's going to be more stuff coming out within the next like month or two. So we'll. Uh, I hope we don't see. I gotta, but, I gotta call bullshit. Like, and I hate to say it, but the. Yeah, it's sitting on the bullshit shelf right now. So yeah, where it, I put it every, is. I, I hope, I hope I it stays everything. on the bullshit shelf. Yeah. Um, but there I'd rather really it be bullshit some... than true. So, yeah, well, I think the problem weird. with stories like this mm-hmm. is there are real stories about real people. Part of the reason Cosby sat on the bullshit shelf for so long is because of stories like this. Because one person comes in and accuses 10 people in one go and mm-hmm. says, this person did this, this person did this, this person did this. Um, they come on you know, some third-rate news station and point at 10 people So when you start hearing about Cosby or you start hearing about people whose names I cannot say, um, you, you put it in the same category because you've just, there, there is a certain issue, you know, people will, people do get delusional. People do, uh, you know, form in their head a relationship with, with, uh, between them and a celebrity that doesn't exist at all. And and even in the case of Brad Pitt, you know, there was, there was a couple of years ago, some, a uh, girl broke into his house and started trying on his clothes and stuff, you know? That happens to him. I, well, I mean, there have been a lot of people. If he's accusing a bunch of people in one go, um, I would where I would be inclined to believe Corey Feldman about the executives, because I, I know a lot of executives. And yeah, I, this The guy, ones I know are not creepers. Yeah, but this there guy are says he was in the same world as as Corey Feldman was, and says that Seth Green was also in that same world. See, Seth uh, Green really wasn't. Seth Green spent a lot of time in. Okay, so here's a quick. We're going to get a break when we come back. We're going to talk victim. about a show called. Yeah. Oh, I hear we're going to yeah. talk about a show called Greg the Bunny. We're going to talk about Eugene Levy, ah. and I can tell you exactly where Seth Green was and what he was doing because I was hanging out on set with Greg the Bunny. I go back so. to that pill for him. All right. So, <laughs> if anybody remembers that reference from that show. So, yeah. Okay. There you go. There's our thing for today. <laughs> Tell me there was a female comedian in Greg the Bunny that is now huge. She played a producer in Greg the Bunny. Tell me who she is, and we'll give you a free ride at Off Road Rentals in Palm Springs, California. We will give you a uh, free float in either True Rest Sedona or True Rest Las Vegas. 
And guys, remember, every time we swear, we give money to... Am, am I... We, uh, to yes. uh, the Humane Society, and we give money to free what? MMA. We give money to charity, so we're not being naughty. We're helping people. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with my co-host, Paul Michael Bolin. We're going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to be talking a whole lot about a whole bunch of horrible stuff. Am I allowed to swear or fucking yeah. swear? I wasn't yeah. Sure. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. All right. Go on to break. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. Can you truly be a change agent in your community? We think you can. Tune in every week for Envision with co-hosts Thomas Rosenberg and Ronnie Langer Kroger. The show is all about building an inclusive and just future by connecting people with ideas. Connect with what's happening in your community, your country, and around the world as we speak with amazing guests who are fostering change and making their communities better. Envision is heard live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Where can you learn about EasyWayPromotions.com social media marketing, brand positioning, and more? Easy Talk Live. Where can you get tuned into celebrities in the business world? Easy Talk Live. Where can you learn about entrepreneurment? Easy Talk Live. Every week, host Eric Easy Zuli and his celebrity friends talk about global causes, offer tips and tricks that you can use right now on social media, and give you the chance to promote your projects on Easy Talk Live. Every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you checked out Teen Wealth Radio? It's a show for teens, their parents, and educators. Hosted by Brandy England, along with regular weekly contributors, Teen Wealth Radio will cover the topics that teens need to talk about. Plus, we discuss a book of the week and a movie of the week, and each show will offer a challenge to our teen listeners that they can share on our private Facebook group page. Be sure to tune in to Teen Wealth Radio, live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with my co-host, host of the Militant Moderate, Paul Michael Bolin. Mm-hmm. And we are going to be talking about some really depressing stuff. Um, and then we are going to be on with a very, very special guest today. But I do want to say, um, I, I know I can't say on air who Paul and I were talking about during the break, um, just because of his inclusion, I would find that suspect. Um, as for the candy girl thing, mm. I, I don't know. I'll send, um, you the, I'll send you a link to the documentary. Yeah, I'd be interested uh, because Nicole get, Kidman's dad we, is a world-renowned psychiatrist. Uh, who's, according to the documentary, he's not alive anymore. Okay, this whole Or, uh, said that he, uh, something about him killing himself after some of these allegations started to come out. 
that is really, really weird. Mm. Um, so we got way off topic, and now I'm really curious about that. Yeah, I'll so find we were supposed to talk it. about like um, Rosamond Pike and her having to drop her dress for the Die Another Day audition. Uh, she said she didn't do it. She lied. I knew one of the producers on that. So she came out and said she didn't drop her dress. She wouldn't, you know, do the uh, be seen in her underwear thing for the audition. She did. Was so it for I, a Bond girl? It was for a Bond girl, yeah. Just everybody's in their freaking underwear. I know, for Bond but she girl. she was talking about it as a James Bond thing. is being in his underwear. I know. A lot. I loved I loved when James Bond came out of the beach, like him came yeah. out of the water and. The, that was the uh-huh. best, is when they flipped it on its head. Yeah. Well, I mean, Sean Connery was running around in the, I don't know what you would call those. Uh, basically the same, oh, it was pretty much the same swimming suit that uh, freaking uh, Daniel Craig was wearing. It was supposed to be a throwback. Yep. I thought it was fantastic. Um, so we got way off topic. Why do you think the guys are still working and the girls aren't? I always say it's uh, chalk it up to the star meter rating, you know. Uh, uh, well, I think I know that the actor who accused Kevin Spacey, he's still working. They didn't they didn't kick him off the Star Trek show, right? No, no, it's not okay. a lot of those. It's the ones where there's um, there's more star power in in the people. So he's still working. But he seems to have gotten a pass. It's the she's that aren't working. Mm. You, know, you brought up Kevin Spacey, so that was my... my uh, yeah. Uh, well, um, like the, the girl that accused uh, Casey Affleck. She's no longer mm-hmm. working. Well, who... who, who <laughs> one of the re- men. We, we really, you know... It, we are a bottom line town. If we can make a dollar off you, we will. You know, so I I don't know where the part. Like I, I understand people looking for integrity in Hollywood. I just don't know why. What? I, yeah, uh, it's not here, kids. It's you know you saw the warning at the beginning end of the show. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's like irony doesn't exist in Detroit. Uh, this doesn't exist. You know out here. So sorry. It's true. It's just, I I hate to say it, but, you know, and then on top of it, things have gone really far. They were talking about Andy Dick me-tooing Pam Anderson because he Uh, grabbed her boobs. Yeah. I know both of those people, and it was a joke. Yes, it was. It was a joke, and I can't (sighs) take... Now, as much work as she's had done to the girls... Are they consider? Is that considered assault anymore? Yeah, sure. it still okay, is. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I had I, to ask. You know what? Pam she's had a lot she, of aftermarket she, hardware put on. She she so. has, but she's a damn cool person. She was I, nice to my grandma. That's all I care about. <laughs> I work with her. She was nice to me. Yeah, she's nice. Yeah. I've never met anyone that didn't get on with her. Like I've met people that have never met her that say she's vapid and they don't like her. I've never met anyone that met her. That didn't say she was just sweet as pie. Oh hell no, she's a sweetheart and she's a, yeah. a mother first. That th- on the production I was on, her son yeah. got uh, injured on a farting around on a skateboard, and she just like, I'm we're we're I'm leaving. Figure figure things out. So yeah, she did. well, same uh, thing happened. She was uh, working on a show called Stacked some years back, and we mm-hmm. went in, and her son had a cameo spot, 
and everything kind of had to chill out so her son could do his thing. She didn't want him stressed well, he must out. He so young at that point because when I he worked was. with her, he was a teenager on a skateboard. Yeah, no, he was he was young. <laughs> the, um, but she was she's just a really nice human being, and she didn't accuse Andy Dick of sexual harassment. And Andy Dick didn't accuse Andy Dick of sexual harassment, but now Andy Dick is being accused of sexual harassment. If you want to call him a druggie, I get it. Shocking. You want, like, I, I like him. You want to call him a druggie, I get it. You yeah. want to say he's a little out there, fine. But I this mean, goes I'm... in the same. This goes in the Al Franken category. It's uh, a fucking joke. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So well, Pam's not accusing him. People no, are just accusing not. him with it. He's got enough things going on. Okay? Yeah, don't have to throw that one in at the roast where he starts, you know, you know, wiggling the aftermarket, you know, because, again, the, the they're, aftermarket mostly, they're mostly aftermarket hardware at this point. It, is it like touching somebody's backpack? You know, I don't know. It's just mm. you're gonna get us in trouble, Paul Jesus. But no, it's it, but that's it. Like everyone's getting on him about this, and it's kind of the you know what? It was a fucking joke. She found it funny. He found it funny. What the fuck? Alexis, right. He be, better be counting these fucks because they they give money to charity. But um, when he was playing grab ass on that movie not too long ago, eh, I, I mean, not supposed to break that one, you know? Yeah. Uh, but that well, that's it. Like I can give you a list. I'm not going to because I like him. <laughs> but I can give you a list of, and I'm sure Paul can too. Mm. Everyone in Hollywood has an Andy Dick story. Yeah. Everyone Google you it. meet, everyone you meet has an Andy Dick story. You all can joke about Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon or whatever. Right. Everyone has an Andy Dick story. Every single person, and it's usually funny or mm. horrific. I actually but don't he's a have nice one except guy. for I, I got to a bar just before after he got kicked out. So that was that's the best I can do. And well, the bar I'll, was I'll have to take you the with bar me. The bar was <laughs> real sleaze, you know. Right. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. he was you'll have to take you you with me. Last time I talked to him was a few weeks ago. He was having dinner at Moby's restaurant yeah. and I called him to do a job and then he volunteered Moby <laughs> for the project. <laughs> so I ended up with Moby and Andy Dick. I go with Moby that. Andy. Yeah, of course. Um, mm -hmm. But it was kind of the oh, that's awesome. Thank you. And it was just that moment. You know, poor Moby's there. He's like, what have I just agreed to? Like, <laughs> and who did I just agree to it with? Um, but that's that's what it is. Like, he's just a genuinely out there human being. So everyone has their Andy Dick story. Yeah, he's just a little handsy. A little. He's handsy with everyone. It's uh, it, it, now is not the time to be handsy, people. I'm serious. Now is not the time to be handsy at all. Mm. Once you get into, what's a polite way of saying this? Once you get into the Me Too age, it's not only not the time to be handsy. Um, I don't think these guys are going to get away for it for an extended period of time. Yes, we had the push in the early '90s saying that, you know, it's going to be the end of sexual harassment and women will go forward. Then it lost its steam and everyone ignored it. <laughs> it well, it did. It lost its steam and everyone... Uh-oh, where'd you go? Uh, I'm right yeah. here. Fair well, enough. we've got Ama Ashate coming on, so I'm really, really excited. Um, when we come back, we're going to be on with a very, very special guest. We're going to be talking about Hollywood as a whole. We're going to be talking about working in the music industry. We are going to be talking with a real hard hitter. 
I'm Summer Helene. We are on with my co-host, host of the militant moderate, Paul Michael Bolan. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com If you are interested in real estate in America's largest city or anywhere, be sure to listen for Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. Although our focus is on Manhattan and other real estate markets in and around New York City, we'll have plenty of information that will help you successfully buy, sell, and close a transaction no matter where you are in the world. Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. in New York, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. What defines your success? Is it success in your business? Success in your personal life? Is it more money? Is it meaningful relationships? How about your passion? Listen for Taking Care of Business with host David Wallach. David's guests share their challenges and what they did to overcome them. What if you can let your passion for success lead you to your success? Taking Care of Business is broadcast live every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with my co host host of the militant moderate, Paul Michael Bolin, and we are on with a very special guest, Arma Ashate. I am going to butcher this. Now, I've been tiptoeing around her bio for a very, very good reason. <laughs> I am going to butcher this pronunciation, and I do not want hate mail. I am telling you this up front. She's a Ghanan American. She's from Ghana. <laughs> she's from Ga- Ghana American I'm we not even trying to do over this I know this what I we were doing on the I break get, okay. I can't get my mouth around it she, I'm going Ghana that's slash American that's the best okay, I'm doing fair enough. <laughs> right. yeah, works okay. for Virgin UK EMI as VP of A&R branched off and started a boutique boutique that's where I get hung up now boutique PR firm while consulting independent labels on music content for artists Became road manager for Truth Hurts, a uh, uh, former Aftermath artist, toured Europe and the USA. Became an administrator for, uh, great, more words, Los de Mistro. Arma, please help Los me. Los de Maestro. 
Okay, most of my summer. Help me. So most of my show producer, Grammy awarding producer, work with the Dream, um, with his Radio Killer, um, and and a lot of other things. So basically, any and everything in every aspect of the industry in the last twenty years, I've done. I've worked in. I've helped in. Assisted. Consulted in. Sat on the back end. You know what I mean? I've done all of it. Let's just sum it up that way. I like that. Um, you just launched uh, yeah. Self Life Entertainment Group. You've secured yes. your distribution through Empire to distribute artists' music through mm-hmm. lo- uh, locally and internationally. We're also partnering with a media company to help bring marketing solutions to entertainment uh, to to be in the entertainment world in Africa. The goal is to yes. bridge the gap between the two worlds. Now, I'm going to say I met you at the African Oscars. That's how I yes, met you. We did. I go to it every year. It's one of um, something I think is really awesome and really incredible because I think a lot of films come out of Africa that aren't seen in the United States and they're, ve- they're incredible films. Um, yes. And a lot of the time I think they get lost. They're big in Australia, not necessarily in the U.S. So, mm-hmm. hi. Yes. Uh, I can't pronounce hi. half of the words in this. You give me something Spanish, we're screwed. Like that was the end of it. Once we got to the Spanish pronunciation, okay. you thought <laughs> trying trying to get the Ghana extension was bad. Get me to Spanish, it's over. So you've been working in entertainment. I say, and- it, it's simple with me to just simplify. She wears many hats. She's Ghana American, and it's real simple. And we just keep it there. I like that. And because well, I wore many hats, I've seen a lot. <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna say you are one badass chick. Um, you have worked with everyone, you've done everything, um, and you've experienced the good and the bad that the entertainment industry has to offer. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask you, why do you want to bridge the worlds between Africa and the United States as far as entertainment goes? I mean, if you turn on the radio, <laughs> most of the music is taken from um, aspects of Africa. They're using the drums now um, with singles, that some artists have put out. Matt Sierra just dropped one with a collaboration with one of our top Nigerian artists with Techno. Um, and Janet Jackson, to speak another name, has just released a new single with the same um, instruments behind it. So clearly, it's happening. You get what I'm saying? But what's happening more is, let's put on my African-American hat growing up in America, we're not taught anything about the continent of Africa. We're taught that Africa's one. We forget that there's 54 countries on that one continent. You get what I'm saying? So we forget that music um, and drum sounds come from there. Or like you said, there's great um, actresses and singers and everything there. You know, I actually sit and make my friends in the States watch Iroko TV and watch all the movies um, from there. And to see that we have great acting, great series and things like that as well, you know. So it's time to kind of bridge those gaps and let one world, you know what I mean? We have to start separating and not realizing that we have a lot to offer each other. You know, like I said, there's 7 billion people in the world and it doesn't mean that we can't go to these other countries and, and experience it. I I couldn't agree with you more. I know my background being predominantly in film, when I look at it, I'm usually looking at, uh, you know, films to bring over here or to distribute. And so I look at it from that end. But the music, I never, I'm ashamed to say I never even thought of that. 
the crossover mm-hmm. there. Yeah, and actually a lot of the labels are doing it. They're just doing it silently. And a lot of the artists have been working. If you, if you go back now and listen to the last two years of a lot of the albums, a lot of them are collaborations or a lot of the production are done in collaboration with African producers that have topped the charts in the last two years. Um, oh, I like that. So they're doing it silently, yeah, which is crazy. Um, and, and, and it needs a lot of work, you know, not to speak on some names, but I don't care. Um, like Drake, Drake's last album, not this recent one, but the one before the One Dance, that was done with Wizkid. It blew up with a mix of the Afrobeats, but Wizkid wasn't in that video. Wizkid wasn't with him on that stage accepting those seven or eight awards that he got. You, you understand what I'm saying? So yeah. it, we still have work to do as far as, yeah, you know, collabing, but not going the full length of, hey, look, I'm really doing this with it. I looked at the Sierra video. I love it. I love what she's doing, but I would have loved to see Techno all through it because he's one of our biggest stars on it. She's funded in South Africa, though, but she collabed with a Nigerian artist. It's confusing to me. That's just me, though. <laughs> well, you'll, I'm going gonna, gonna to let you speak as the expert on that because... I can tell you anything you want to know about film, but unfortunately, not only am I tone deaf, that's not an exaggeration, I really am. Yeah. Um, I know the music industry is not my forte, so I'm going to have to bow to your experience on that, but it sounds yeah. like it mirrors, it's mirroring what happens in the film industry. It, we get it, a lot of a lot of products that we put out from other countries and other places, and we just don't say anything about where it came from. Don't say anything. Like, even with the think about on the film side. Remember Mistresses? Mm-hmm. The TV series Mistresses? I don't know if I can talk about this stuff. But Mistresses. It talk was about whatever you in want. London first. But remember, it was in London first. That was a series in London first. Because I watched it in London. And then it came over here as a series as well on ABC. Was it ABC? Yeah, ABC. But I'm like, hello. Like, I, that was one of my favorite shows in London. <laughs> and no one yeah, knows we, it came from that series series over there. So we do that. We we intermingle back and forth with the BBC a lot. They take from yeah, us, we, we take from them. It's just kind of yeah, their definitely. thing. So I want to jump to a really serious topic. Um now we were talking about sexual assault in the industry, which I'm not problems in the industry. Uh I know you and I can get caught up and I can get caught up listening to you talk about music and I love learning that. And I love talking about film. But we're really here. I've had a lot of women write in talking about trying to get into the industry, you know, being assaulted, being cornered, the casting couch, how to avoid it. Um, I'm going to ask you what your experiences have been in the industry. So I always sum it up as this thing called, it's like we're, we're in a secret society, right? So yep. It's like once, once you become, once you switch from being a consumer and a fan you, and working on the side, you become part of the secret society where you got to keep these secrets. Which oh, yeah. It's completely unfair. Um, but my experiences, um, because it's such a secret society and, you know, people still have to feed their kids, it makes it very hard to come out and, and name names and say directly or indirectly things that have happened to you. But what I will say for me, um, people always ask why I took different jobs. Because sometimes I have to remove myself from the job that I was in because of those type of situations. Um, 
you know, you get to the point where you're working closely with someone 24 hours a day. And in the music industry, there is no time clock. You don't have a time clock, you have a body clock. So you're with the same person 24 hours a day, it seems like. And it becomes so intimate that, and you really want to succeed in what you're doing. And then these people approach you sexually, basically, you know, and it's oh, yeah. like, oh, you're my, you're my work wife type of thing. Yeah. Um, you know, oh, let me just give like you that. a neck rub. It's the innocent yeah, touching that starts, starts to get, yeah. A, yeah, you'd be my work wife. And then it starts with after sessions at the studio, you're tired, you fall asleep with your head here. Um, or a lot of the times on the road, you end up in the same room because that's just a life. You don't realize you're a guy, I'm a girl, and you crash in these same rooms, but you don't want to wake up to someone on top of you. No. And you got to basically ignore it because you're torn, right? So as a woman, you say, this is technically rape. Technically. But you're like, if I say anything or if I make it an awkward situation, I no longer have a job. I think it's already awkward when you wind up with somebody on top of you that you weren't supposed to. See, I'm really careful when I put people up. I try and keep the guys and girls separated. Separate. But... I, I try, but it doesn't always happen. And it doesn't happen. Yeah, it doesn't happen. And unfortunately, um, I don't know about film as much. But on the music side, this is what I tell people. I tell girls. My friends used to always ask who weren't in the industry to go places with me or go to these parties. And I'd like so after the after party. So there's an after after the after party. <laughs> then. Yep. So I'm like, when the party's over, go home. Yeah. And after the after party, I need you to really go home because I don't know what may happen to you. And that's not something in a everyday, if I worked at Walmart or anything, that you're going to tell someone. But in this industry, in our secret society, you, I personally have been torn between seeing people assaulted. Yep. And because we signed these NDAs, yep. Um, because trust and believe, when you walk into a building or walk into someone's house or walk into a studio, you're handed an NDA. The minute you get and there, it's sign this. The minute you get there, mm-hmm. there's an and there is like a regular understanding for that to happen that is not caked in evil. You know? No, that that's what happens every time, no matter what. Yeah. No matter what. So, um, I mean, there's been times where I've literally been driving. I've had someone call, like, I don't have an NDA on me. Can you send it to me? And I just yep. think to myself, I, I get it because it's like, oh, someone might just tell a story that's, you know, that's not necessary. But then on the same sense, oh. now me as an older person now, I'm like, oh, is this girl safe or not safe? <laughs> yeah, I never understood. How, do, how does NDAs, like... Up. If criminal, if somebody commits criminal activity, you know, why does an NDA stop you from t- from turning that in? I got that. I, I can answer this. Mm. Yay, law school. Um, essentially, it doesn't. You can turn the person in all you want to. It has to do with public face. If you publicly you defame the reputation, so if the information gets out because you've turned them in, you've publicly defamed their reputation. At that point, you'll uh-huh. always find a clause in there. It's called a non-disparagement. Mm. You can't say anything bad about them no matter what. Even so, in no a police what. report? In a police report, you can say whatever it's, you want, but if that police report because gets it's out... Sealed. If it gets out, because we have 
tablet. You know, we have things that get things out now. We have people yeah. who pay people to get those police reports, and if that gets out, then yeah, yeah or the entire state liable. of Florida, where every police report is online, like the next day. Yep. Yes, <laughs> and they can sue you, and they will stop it, it you is, from working. Like I've been, yes, the, they, the one so that yes, really gets dirty <laughs> is they try and send women, like they'll send me or they'll send the other women I work with after the younger girls that start yes. playing up. That's, that's the new game is they get the women so to get the other women to sign the NDAs. So here's, here's my thing I can come clean on. For years I was known as I'm an eight-ish <laughs> Because I was put in a position to have them sign the NDAs or if a girl was coming with us and they're like, okay, hang out with us later. I never stopped the girl and said, hey, I don't think you should go. I never did. You know, and it became the next day when you're seeing this girl that don't look like She's right. You understand what I'm saying? It doesn't yeah, look like... Yeah, you know, you know what happened. You always know what happened. Yeah. So, you know, for me, I... Everyone always asks why I switched jobs. I started to develop a conscience. So it became more of, I'd rather be a human being than have money in my bank account. And in this industry, that's a hard thing to do. You know, it's hard to turn your back on something you've worked very hard on for the fact of that some people have evil ways about them. And, you know, it's, unfortunately, yeah. people want to take, take, take. Um, and people, it, it, it means everything. People miss, uh, a lot of the time, they miss what it does. Um, the person, one person that stuck their neck out for me when I was very young was Ron Jeremy. I know I've told that story a lot on this show. And he, of all people, stuck his neck out to make sure I was okay. But And I've tried to do it with girls since then. But there are only certain ways you're allowed to do that. Yeah. I can't turn around because there's that magic list. You know who the bad guys are and you're not allowed to say it. Everyone knows that magic list. But what I can say is... Now, there are a lot of people in the music, and if you pay attention, they've been exposed, but yet they've been rewarded as well. Yep. Um, they've, been re- they've resigned, but they've been given money to go start other companies or things like that, and it's like, are you serious? Like, yeah. did, did we miss the whole thing? So what I can say is, for myself, I have been drugged. Um, I'm not ashamed of it. It's my truth. I've been drugged multiple times. I've woken up with snapshots of not knowing what happened, if anything happened. Um, I've woken up literally where I'm like, I have to go to the doctor because something doesn't feel right. Um, and you know, when I realized I couldn't, I couldn't trust the people is when I had my two-year-old son in the studio with me one day and I needed to run to the store and literally you could leave them with them. Right. Cause these are people that you're close to. I mm-hmm. literally was like, no, 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 no. Even though the store is around the corner, I'm taking my baby with me. That's when you know something's wrong. Right. When you can't even leave your two year old child to run around the corner with people that you work with every day. 
that means that's... in my heart I knew that they were bad people. I'm impressed that you got away from it the way you did. I, I got to say, I stayed in the Viper Den. It's hard to get away from because you've been in this industry a long time. And once you're it's in hard. it, it's kind of like quicksand. Getting out is really difficult. And moving and like said, me, into I'm, your I'm own company. Yeah. Um, like I said, I've worn different hats, but I have to like, gain my own sense of, okay, you might can't pay your bills and things like that, but... I can't be around them. You get what I'm saying? Like I got to that point where I have to be better than this, you know? And like I said, the whole drugging, when you have to tell someone don't drink the water, the water in the studio, then you know it's bad. When people are drugging and syringing bottled waters and cranberry juices and things like that, and no one's safe, there's a problem. There's a serious problem. So a lot of people are coming forward with the Me Too movement, but I'm like, at the end of the day, there's so many more that won't come forward. There's so many of them that have married their predators yep. that I know. There's some that are still married to them, having threesomes with their predator for the sake of not exposing the truth of how this person really is. There are some, there's... It's just, I think you just put it the most succinct way I've heard it put. A lot of women have been victimized. A lot of men have been victimized. And a lot of these people are trapped in a position where they're victimized again and again and again. Now, I know we're going to have you on next month for Breast Cancer Awareness. But I do want to say on social media, where can everyone find you? I am on um, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, all is I am a Sawa. That's A S E R W A A. I am um, on all those platforms. So say that. Say that one more time. You kind of broke up a little bit. I, I am a Sawa. A S E R W A A. Cool. So I'm going to put a link, guys, up so you guys can find her. Um, go check her out. She's a really cool lady. She'll be happy to say hi, I'm sure, if you are there. Paul, of course, everyone can find you. Uh, just about everywhere. We will have some new content coming up very, very quickly on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud, YouTube, uh, Twitter, and Facebook. The Militant Moderate. So I, I do have to ask you, um, we have about four minutes left. What advice would you give to a young woman in the music industry, in the film industry, anywhere aside from stay the fuck out of it because that's the best advice but what (laughs) advice would you give to the young girls to survive it that are coming in besides stay the fuck out of it stay true to your truth um don't try to fit in don't try to fit in um that's the main thing is is stay true to you understand that those same people started where you was at some point and like i said you don't have to fit in you, you will go wherever it is that you want to go in life. If you want to be that star, you'll get there, and you don't have to do what they want you to do. Just keep working at it. That's it, Something, really. I like that. Something and don't, I was and told, don't drink the water. Don't drink the water. Was, was bring, bring your own juices and water. <laughs> bring your own drinks and never go up. If they have a silver box and say there's a hotel party, don't go. Don't go. Silver box There's is full no of cocaine. Bad idea. Party. Go home. <laughs> I like that. That's very good advice. 
nothing good happens after 2 a.m. Just go home. Mm, nothing um, at all. Nothing good can happen there. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. We don't often oh, cross over into, into music, and it's great for people to hear that perspective because I know to a lot of listeners, film and music are married in their minds. Yes. Um, and in a lot of ways they are, but in a lot of ways they're also universes apart. Yeah. But when but it comes industry, to this movement, it's not no different. It's going on the same. We're all in this fight together. Well, I'm hoping that, you know, we tried this in 1992. I'm hoping that this time it sticks. But until I see a real A-lister get up there and get called, mm -hmm. I just, I don't believe it. I agree. Because mm -hmm. everyone knew about Cosby. Everyone knew about Cosby. And there are a few others that just everyone knows about. Harvey. And yeah. Harvey. Like, yeah, well, I didn't know about Harvey. Um, I, Harvey had been really nice to me. But he was afraid of my boss way back when I met him. Mm. So I my, heard, but I had never worked in that rarefied atmosphere that he exists in. Yeah, I'd, I'd been around him, but he was really well behaved around me. My boss was in charge of Viacom at, at one point and had run Paramount. And he just wasn't someone to fuck with. So he was, he, he was pretty, he was pretty um, vocal about stay the hell away from her. Mm. So I never... I never knew. Uh, I, I'd heard, but I didn't really believe the Harvey thing. But there are some that are just monsters. And I know the music industry has yes. them too. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, like you said, they're married. So at the end of the day, a lot of movies have the score of the movie is by music placements. So those same yep. executives hang out together. Let's just put it that way. So the same heads as that and the heads as those hang out together. They do? So they, and you'll they find share the same demons in the same clubs. Well, I know a lot of guys that have gotten in trouble at, uh, you know, at Sony Films have been moved to Sony, Sony. Music. <laughs> yeah. And Sony Music. <laughs> they just moved to But they all got their little pat on the back and got, um, you know, like I said, investments in other endeavors. <laughs> it's true. Everyone gets their piece, but they've got to protect them. Arma, thank you so, so much for being on. I cannot wait to have you on again. And thank you for taking the time to talk about this. This is something really important. And with so many actresses kind of stepping in it right now and so many actors, it's nice to hear mm -hmm. from people in the music industry because I really don't have a voice in there. So thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, Summer. No problem. Guys, I'm Sum Helene. This is Behind the Scenes. We are on with my co-host, Paul Michael Bolan, and, of course, my very special guest, Arma, who I adore. We're going to see her again next month. I believe, right? Breast cancer awareness? Yes. That's when we're kidnapping yes, you? Awareness. Yes, awareness. I knew it. Awareness. <laughs> That's what we're <laughs> talking about. This is Behind the Scenes. I'll see you next week. Good night. Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the Scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.